I'm scorned Luke Summerhays. I'm just James <laughs> J. Moyles. That caught me off guard. <laughs> and I'm James the Jasper Stewart. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, if you couldn't tell, we're hunting the scorned Magna Malo. The monster mash. The monster mash. It was a Jericho coming down. Now you know. Oh, bring the wall down. A Magnum Allo variant that achieves an even more twisted, malevolent form. Filled with hatred, they are known as scorned Magnum Allo. Shrouded in hellfire at all times, they also boast larger arm blades and are hard and hard armor plating. During battles, they have been spotted focusing their hellfire and swinging it like a blade. Hear me, O oh flames of those devoured. Restless spirits doomed to serve a creature of malice. Your will is connected no matter how faint. And though you are destined to fade before long, I implore you, before making your way to purgatory, you must bear witness. To the power of your own souls, manifested as relentless evil. So, if you listened to last episode, at the end, you might have heard the absolute bewilderment in my voice as we as just because Jas was saying, "Yeah, we'll get an episode of this guy. No worries. We need to mash him up with another subspecies or variant. You know, he'll he'll he can stand his own ground." Both me and Luke were very dubious of this claim having just fought the guy I can see where you're coming from <laughs> this guy rules yeah, it's a great, a yeah great he's game. pretty sick I guess we do need to get into something first which is like what's a subspecies what's a variant what's a apex what's a <laughs> well, like subspecies, subspecies is, is like, like a slightly different species so it's usually a changed element yeah like Right. Like it's cha- it changes the element because it grew. It's basically focused in one region over another. Yeah. So like, like real, you know, real like life mo- speciation. Yeah, yeah. So like it, it's a product of its environment. That's what a subspecies is. A variant is a monster that's like survived a long period of time to the point that it's became something else. It's become something else. So that's kind of what the deviants. So like your were, savage right? devil joes. That's what the deviants like are like a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the yeah. deviants were just particular types of variant, but they so like the that's kind of that, and that's yeah, that's interchangeable. Like variants and deviants, like this, like they're basically kind of the same thing. Hmm. And then the apex is like specifically they survived in Monster Hunter Four. It was they survived the um, frenzy the virus. Frenzy. Yeah. And in this one, it's they survived the curio, right? Yeah. No, like that's it. They come afflicted, yeah. In this, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so what were the apexes in base rise supposed to be? We didn't I have apexes just... in base rise, did we? You did, yeah, you did. You did have apex. 
Yeah, because they were all basically oh. the um, they were the they used the move sets basically from the. And there's only a handful of them That's in right. yeah. the old, in Sunbreak as well, when you only get them through like investigations. That makes sense. I guess they're maybe just like I don't know. I guess I think that I'd throw them in the same yeah. group as Variant Steven, Stevenson, like Formula yeah. Apex and Rise Apex. Like they're all basically kind of supercharged off of surviving a really long time. Yeah. But, but yeah, this guy is just a particularly old, tough Bagdamano. Yeah. And I think you said this in the past, Jasmine, we were kind of like quizzing you a little bit around why yeah. you thought Scorn would get a, a full episode. But this guy actually has some kind of te- like proposed, sort of implied in-game lore about him, right? Yeah, well, like, I, it's like when you unlock him, like the quest is basically you speak to Master Hammond, the blacksmith, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it says in the summary of the quest description that Master Hammond is like really upset about this monster. Yeah, it specifically yeah, yeah. tell you why, but like most of the monster community of basically kind of pieced it pieced it together and say that suggest that Scorn Magnamalo is the Magdamalo that survived the Rampage 50 years ago from the base game. Like, well, pre-base game, like, you come in and there's a new Rampage, there was a Rampage that happened 50 years before that, and mm. this is the one that escaped, basically, from 50 years ago's, like, Rampage, and that's why Master Hammond is upset about it, because... Because I m- imagine, the like, village. the original, or, like, the Rampage that happened most recently in the context of the game... They never got as far to find out that it was um, Ibushi and Narwa that were causing it, right? Like yeah. they thought it was Magnamalo, so yeah. it makes sense why Magnamalo got away because they never got that far in their investigation. And uh, yeah, um, I think if you want to have a a peaceful existence, you do not let Magnamalo get away and grow old and even angrier because, whoo. He is a he's a nasty boy when he all grows up. Is it is this supposed to be the Magnamamo Magnamalo from that previous rampage then? Not the one we played. Such, not right? the one we played, but like yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, one, yeah, the one that yeah, the one that 50, they talk 50 about years ago. Yeah. Okay. Because that, yeah, that's what kind of that's what people have kind of asked for the community. Because in this game, lot. it seems like everyone like they. I guess defended against the rampage last time, but they didn't get to the point of finding Magnamalo or finding um, Nawa and Ibushi because that all seems to be new information when we find it. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, this is like last time they wouldn't have actually killed their Magnamalo or killed their yeah, they Thunder just Serpents. repelled it. Like they basically yeah. they just survived, they repelled it, and but obviously the the village that they were protecting at the time like was basically nearly destroyed. He's stuck around and he's angrier than ever. Mm. So we got into it back on the original Magnamalo that it's kind of it's based on like a haunted samurai suit of armour, right? (laughs) Because it's literally powered by like the gases or the souls of the monsters it's killed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, this one is takes that and just cranks it up. Mm-hmm. Well, it mentions it uses its hellfire, which is kind of what's meant to be the the spirits as like 
focusing it up on its like big long even longer arm blades mm. um like i think from just a cool fa- a coolness factor like magnum Allo is always a, like already a really good monster like mm-hmm. um like their, their flagships are always given a lot of love and attention right like like that's always been yeah i, I don't know if i can think of a fight. bad flagship not that not i can not one i can think of no not in the games i've no. played at least um no not at all but yeah um but this is just just taking what was cool about magnum Allo and turning it up to 11 and like you if you if you listen to the hunt um or, or go and watch the hunt rather like you'll hear especially me just like geeking out <laughs> but how cool this monster is um, they absolutely nailed it from a, a visual standpoint. Um, what we spoke about in the the hunt, like its big old arm blades, having that kind of serrated edge. Yeah, big look at Batman off of that big look at Batman. Yep, and Batman's always had a well, not always, but particularly in modern incarnations, has had a lot of like the ninja about him or the the samurai. So mm-hmm. it does make sense. I'm wondering and, uh, now if at Batman's arm guards, like, because in Batman Begins you see them on um, the League of Shadows ninjas, right? I wonder if they uh, are a ninja yes. thing that predates Batman. It could be because I'm. I mentioned also in the in the the hunt about the ninjas from Fire Emblem Fates um, having that arm blade on them as well, and I'm going to check if I was right, and they do have those arm blades. They're not serrated, but they do have those mm. kind of blades sticking out from the from their gauntlets. So maybe it is something that genuinely is a ninja thing. It would have been know. for like a presentation, like kind of ceremonies thing, if anything, right? Like there wouldn't be like practical arm blades. Uh, almost like arm blades in an actual combat. Almost everything that we um associate with like ninjas these days was like added later in like to make them cool because mm. the idea originally was that they would use like real farming equipment and stuff so it wasn't obvious yeah. that they were ninjas because if you're walking around dressed like a ninja you're not going to be very good at sneaking into <laughs> someone's castle <laughs> exactly. so you would just dress like a traveling farmer or a traveling <coughs> um, monk or whatever mm. and then that's why the weapons we associate with them are like things that like that the sort of scythe on the rope because that could just be a genuine farming tool and then they could repurpose it as a weapon. But, so yeah, yeah probably. I, mean, they, like, I expect a lot of ninjas are depicted with Batman arm spikes now, but whether anyone actually used those back in the Sengoku Jidai, probably not. Probably not. And then maybe, it's... like, Batman said that he got it from ninjas and now other ninja material is just saying that ninjas have those, but maybe it did come from Batman. <laughs> It's likely, like you said, something that comics and manga and anime have included to make their characters just yeah. visually look cooler. Um, yeah. Which Monster Hunter is co-opted here for Scorn Magnamalo, who has um, big licks of anime with his... Um, like, you saw it in the intro cutscene where he's fighting um, Dinogre. And he does the, the samurai, I'm going to slash past you with his big old glowing arm blade... And it's almost like 
you could imagine him like sheafing his arm blade and then there's an ogre just going ah and then dying <laughs> like you see in so many I like they do that films. in the, the cutscene like because it kind of leaves the, the he's big massive move like you actually get in on when he fully focuses hellfire and like what they refer to in the description there strong in it he's hellfire like a blade is when he does the supercharged red one ah and, okay and he swings his tail like in a big arc mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's meant to be the Hellfire as a blade. Right. Yeah. Than... But yeah, he, yeah, he literally makes like lightsabers out of his Hellfire on his yeah. wrists. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For that's, me, that's ridiculously, dangerous. the anime I actually always associate that move with is that's how War Greymon kills Machine Dramon in Digimon Adventure. <laughs> Obviously, that's just like the, that's the first one I saw because I was 11. So. <laughs> I always associate it with um, actually a game, um, Ninja Gaiden, like which is like one of the first games to ever have like cutscene so to speak at the start. Right. That's how it opens, like the two ninjas jump at each other with their swords, slash, and then one drops down dead, like after it. So yeah, nice. But yeah, it's an absolute classic of. It's probably <coughs> from like probably predates anime. It's probably from a Kurosawa film. Yeah, like yeah, it's predates <laughs> anime films that, yeah. and like kung fu movies and stuff. As well, yeah, yeah. It always looks cool, and it it absolutely suits this monster. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and then obviously, as Jas was saying there, like his real surprise move that wasn't teased at all in the intro cutscene, where he just glows red, really amps up that demonic sort of visual appearance, and then spins round with that big arcing blast of the hellfire. Which, um, yeah, very visually impressive move, and surprisingly not as strong as I thought it'd be. Like I thought I was going to be like an instant kill <laughs> or like close mm. to it. Yeah, that's alright. A couple of times in the hunt, it makes break. a cool sense where it's not like it's not like he's got a different power like you would see in a subspecies or something. It's he's got the same power as any Magnamalo. He's just mm. mastered it. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of goes back to what we we're saying in our previous episode where. Um, this is like the I. This is probably how they sh- the design should be for a an apex or a deviant or a variant, variant, whatever of, you want to call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's that monster, but turned up to eleven, souped up massively, and has a cool new move to go with it to kind of demonstrate its mastery of its own abilities, which the Scar Magnamalo definitely has in the in heaps and bounds. Yeah, boy. I was having a look at the, um, I said during the hunt, like, its face, how one of the horns is kind of chipped and broken off. I thought it initially mm. reminded me of a, um, like a Hanya, which I think is a type of, like, Oni or a mask, even. Like, um, I know it from Yakuza, because Goro Majima has a, a big tattoo of it on his back. Um, yeah, I looked up but, Goro's um, tattoo when you said that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's basically just an an oni, but yeah, it is yeah. definitely he's got like an oni mask type face. Yeah, but specifically with like fans. one big, one big horn and then like the other horn missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's just a cool touch because he's old, right? Yeah, that, which also reminds me of um, uh, 
Venom Snake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, like scorned Magnamano, punished Venom Snake. Punished, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they know what they're going for. Yeah, exactly. I'm already a demon. <laughs> well, he's not in the game. Star Wars when he mentioned the scorned Magnamano's armor there. Like mm. the, I'm not made it, but like the, just the design of it. Like you probably like, really like like the chest piece has got like cape attached to like samurai armor and it's kind of floating backwards but at the top of each shoulder you've got floating hellfire samurai blades that poke out and float alongside you oh i'm looking at it now that armor is sick (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's even more samurai than the original makamalo one was um interestingly just about the hanya there um it's um it's actually it's not a oni it's actually typically used in it's in no, theater. Yeah, no, no. I know it's used in no place, but it is an oni. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, oni is just the like, Japanese word for like a horned demon. So fair, mm. fair enough. Um, I was thinking yokai. Sorry, that was what was my word. I was thinking not oni. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, but yeah, the like the mask changes depending on how resilient. Yeah, the angle you you sort of hold it at, it can look like a really different expression. They're very yeah, well made. Which the kind of obviously resentful, vengeful scorned nature of the Magnamalo that ties in with the the hellfire and its whole lore behind it right so Mm. and also no theatre was like regularly practiced by samurai Ah. and a lot of sometimes even their armour would incorporate like this kind of mask as the face so nice yeah Um, in Last Samurai Ken Watanabe's character does know ah nice and then Tom Cruise turns up and suddenly the, the film decides that it's not going to be about the interesting character, it's going to be about Tom Cruise instead. <laughs> so that's your lot for the scorned Magnum Allo. But uh, make sure and join us next time. We're going to go back and do a little mishmash of some different subspecies that we've not talked about yet from some of the uh, post-release content of Much Under Rise Sunbreak. So make sure you come back and join us for that. But until then, look, where can they find us and support us and all that good stuff? You can find us on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. You're also on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just make sure you search Monster Mash Podcast. If you like and subscribe, rate and review, tell your monster how to play friends. Be like, hey, hey, check out these lads. They talked for 16 minutes about a variant. That's how you know they're, they're the boys. And, uh, yeah. Make sure you do that. Oh, and also, if you want to support the podcast, help keep it online, go to patreon.com slash and there you'll find links to the other podcasts that we create. And uh, what can they tweet at AndyMan949 this week, Jazz? Tweet AndyMan949 and just tell them your favourite anime attack. (laughs) Tweet at AndyMan949 all of your scorn. (laughs) (laughs) All of your scorn. I'm definitely doing the first one. I'll get involved in that. Just get different Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball moves to He'll love it. Monday you'll get the Kikoho. We'll get the Cabin. <laughs> is this is this a new Craig David song that I haven't heard before? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Calamity with Dragon Ball, did you? Know? <laughs> uh. 
Right, well, catch us next time. Bye! Yeah. <laughs>